The audio in last week's podcast was so muffled. I apologize for that. I did switch around some of the sound settings and I'm hoping that this time it will be a lot better, but I also know that it's just going to be me experimenting until I find what works. So please bear with me um, while I figure out that tech stuff. Welcome back to the Something New Podcast. My name is Karen, if you don't know me already, and Happy New Year, guys. Um, It is currently January 2nd, the day I am recording this episode. I hope that everybody had a good and safe, enjoyable New Year's. Yesterday, um, Philip and I went to Wrightsville Beach, which is about two hours away, and we took the dog. It was a really wholesome trip um, and a really nice time to slow down from prepping for going back to school. We actually stayed at a Best Western Plus, which was not a horrible place to stay. They had a very lenient pet fee, which was $20 a night. Um, But it also wasn't a good place to stay (laughs) either. Um, Oh gosh, there were just so many things. I think overall, it was the cleanliness of the hotel that concerned me or lack thereof, I suppose. Um, Right off the bat, we saw two cockroaches that were decently sized. And I mean, I hate bugs as it is, but cockroaches are no. (laughs) And, you know, I totally understand that every now and then in a hotel, there's going to be a bug or two, but cockroaches just signify so much filth that I was a little concerned that we found two in the span of our less than 20 hour stay. Yeah, but aside from that, we also had to pay for water because they did have a public fountain, but it was in their gym, which was closed due to COVID. I get it, but their water was also so overpriced. It was like $1.50 or $2 per small little bottle. Obviously, we still bought it because we couldn't dehydrate mango and we couldn't dehydrate ourselves. I'm really just being kind of nitpicky. The really big thing I think that tipped it over for me was the blood stain on my bath towel. So yeah, I decided to take a shower, you know, to close off 2020. I enjoyed my nice warm shower, the soap was great, the shampoo was great, and then I grabbed the towel from the rack and I could have sworn I saw a brown stain on it, but then I was like, no, Karen, there is no brown stain. But I decided to check anyways. And thank God I did, because when I checked it, there was indeed a large dark brown stain. It looked like a period stain. I mean, I know what period stains look like, and I'm pretty sure it was just a period stain that housekeeping or maintenance had overlooked and just threw into the wash and dried. 
So thank goodness I did check because I almost used a towel with somebody else's blood stain. And I don't know, that's just not really what I want to do to close off the 2020 year. Oh, and the front desk lady who checked us out was not wearing a mask. So I just found it a little confusing that they seemed like they were doing what they could as a hotel to make sure that they were taking precautions for COVID, but like their employees were not masked. I don't know. Just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But it was still a really nice trip. Our whole reason for going was to see the sunrise, but it was actually too cloudy because it was raining all of New Year's Eve and all of New Year's Day. But I'm actually kind of hoping that this will become a new tradition because it was a really cute nice, quiet getaway for the little family. Um, And overall, I had a really great New Year's. Um, Philip and I did have an argument on the way back from Wrightsville Beach, and we very rarely fight. And if we do, they're really small things. Um, And the argument was about Spotify, which in hindsight is so silly. But basically what happened was... I am currently on a family plan with some of my friends for Spotify. And if you don't know what that is, that makes it so that you are paying like a less cost per person for Spotify premium. And I think maybe about a month ago, Philip logged into my Spotify or we logged him into my Spotify because we were taking a trip somewhere that constituted a longer drive and I only have two gigs of data a month so we decided you know why don't we combine my Spotify Prime with your unlimited data and listen to some banging tunes on the way um and since then it's caused a little bit of a a little bit of an inconvenience for me because sometimes when I want to listen to Spotify Philip is listening to it so I can't listen to it And furthermore, my recommendations or the songs that are recommended for me are pretty different now because Philip and I have different music tastes and we have different podcast tastes. So when I open up my Spotify and see that the podcasts that are recommended for me are these basketball podcasts like The Ringer, that's not really what I want in, in my own Spotify. And Basically, we had an argument about that because um, prior to combining our finances, the Spotify fee that I was paying was coming out of my paycheck. And now that we've combined our finances, technically that's coming out of our joint account. And Philip was like, why are we paying for something together that you're only you can use? And I think we were just a little frustrated and um, annoyed at the circumstances. But Philip later explained that he was more so annoyed because I wasn't clear on not wanting him to be on my Spotify account, which is true. There was never a moment where I told him like, hey, can you get off of my Spotify account? It was more of these passive aggressive gestures, which I am um, very known for. (laughs) So... Yes, it wasn't ideal to start off the new year with a little tack, but it was a really good reminder for me um, to 
value raw and honest communication. It's so important. And I think that whole entire argument could have been easily avoided had I been more clear and assertive and had we both been a little bit more concerted, more considerate to each other too. So that was my New Year's. Um, it was quite the adventure. I guess it sounds more like the adventure because I'm recounting it, but it was actually a very chill uh, two days that I thoroughly enjoyed. Aside from the new year though, I did try something new this week. I made tteokguk for the very first time. So tteokguk, if you don't know what it is, is a Korean rice cake soup that is traditionally eaten to celebrate the Korean New Year, which goes by the lunar calendar. But now that we are living in the States, we typically, Korean Americans typically eat that on regular New Year's. So I ate it all the time growing up. And in the Korean culture, the custom is that you have a bowl of tteokguk in the morning of New Year's to become a year older. I actually did a little bit of research too, because um, I don't really know that much about tteokguk. And according to the customs of Joseon, which was written in 1946, the white tteok or the rice cakes signified purity and cleanliness. So in a way, it's like starting the new year off with a clean slate. I found it interesting because it seems like the idea that the new year is a sense of a clean slate, new beginnings. Um, I feel like that's a universal thing. And it's just interesting to to think that something that I thought was a Western idea is kind of more universal than that. Um, I ended up making the tteokguk yesterday, so on actual New Year's. And I started off by looking for a recipe. I'm actually a vegan, so I found a really awesome vegan recipe for tteokguk by Cheap Lazy Vegan. And once I had the recipe, I wrote my list for the ingredients that we didn't have at home. And I went to H Mart to go get those. If you've never been to H Mart or don't know what an H Mart is, it is a Korean grocery store. The entire place smells like a mix between fresh produce and fish <laughs> because they sell fresh seafood. Um, there are always so many people bustling around and the carts are so loud because... I, it's like all of their carts are broken. So even the cart that I got was so obnoxiously loud and I felt like everybody was looking at me as I was going through the aisles. I bought all of the stuff. I got home and it was raining pretty hard at that point, which in my opinion made it perfect weather for a hot bowl of tteokguk. After setting away the groceries, I started prepping the broth. And I added Korean radish which, or mu, um, onions and dried kelp into a really big pot and let it come to a strong boil. Then I left it to simmer for about one hour before removing the solid contents out and then adding in the rice cakes and kimchi dumplings. At first glance, the tteokguk did not look like it normally is supposed to. 
Um, it looked a lot browner in color, and I'm thinking um, that I may have added a little bit too much soy sauce because the taste was also not what traditional tteokguk tastes like. It tasted a little bit stronger. Wait, this is so good. What are you talking about? But it doesn't taste like tteokguk. Yeah, it does. does no, it? you know what? You're right. It doesn't taste like tteokguk. It tastes better than tteokguk. <laughs> I guess overall, was it a success? I'd say so for it being my first time making it. I sent a picture to my parents and they didn't say it looked bad, but they also didn't say it looked good. Was it authentic? Uh, less so. It definitely wasn't authentic and maybe next year I'll try making it a little bit more authentically, but I personally really enjoyed making tteokguk and learning more about it in the process. I had no idea that the rice cakes actually symbolized anything. I just knew about the gaining one year after you eat a bowl of tteokguk, so it was interesting getting to know a little bit more about this soup that I had for so many years growing up. I was glad that we could incorporate a part of our shared Korean culture. I think later on down the line when I have kids and a much bigger family of my own, I want to make sure that they are connected to their Korean tradition and culture, but I can't do that if I skimp out on these small things that I did growing up. I feel like now would be the time to, you know, start getting used to making these dishes and doing these things so that I can help foster that sense of Korean culture in our own family in the future. Yeah, that was my experience making and enjoying the 2021 new year. That brings us to the end of today's episode. I'd love to hear about how you guys spent your new years and about any traditions you may have. So shoot me an email and share your stories at somethingnewpod at gmail.com. 2020 was truly, truly quite the year and it Felt like it was five years, but also like five months at the same time. I'm looking forward to the new year um, and all the new experiences that are yet to come for me. But I'm not going to lie. I think the events of 2020 and having to postpone a wedding and having to stay home and work from home and all this stuff has made me a little nervous a little apprehensive to step into this new year. But I think I'm just going to have to go in with a rip off the band-aid approach and take things, take the punches as they come. Is that, is that the saying? <laughs> as always, stay happy, stay safe, and try something new. I will see you next week on the pod.